0: Hey, welcome to the Stories I Wish You Heard. If this is your first time listening to this show, I do two episodes a week. The A episode features a story from my blog, City Songs, and if you haven't listened to that episode yet, pause this one first and come back after. You're listening to the B episode, where I walk you through some of the -the behind-the-scenes stuff for the story. We also have some special guests in the form of storytellers, who'll share some of the stories they wish were heard, and they'll help us unpack some of the themes discussed. I wrote His Jacket in October 2010, and... This was a few years after my father retired and a few years before I would move out of the house. So we were in a weird transition phase. And since I worked at night, uh, we'd often have awkward encounters in the afternoon. And this story was about one of them. Okay, so let me get into the backstory. Um, My father and I don't always get along. So he had three daughters before he finally got me. And so that meant that he had a lot of hopes for his only son. And that was going to be challenging since I discovered who I was. I was always disappointing him, even before I knew why. And it always seemed like I was never tall enough or smart enough or butch enough to fit his expectations of his son. So my father wanted like a macho son who plays sports and you know, watches basketball games with him. But instead, he got me. So when he gave me that jacket... It felt like he was trying to show me the way to become a man in the only way that he knew how. He was trying to shine a light on a path that he figured out for himself. But we were built differently. And though his blood flows through my veins, I know that my heart beats differently. So we were, and still are, completely different people. I want to make him proud. I would love to give him a daughter-in-law and grandkids and... You know, everything that a son gives to his parents, but life just had other plans. So that jacket symbolized all his hopes and dreams for me, and I think I've always felt bad that while I was trying to live my best life, that was always going to disappoint him. And it was almost like who I was growing into made me less and less deserving to wear his jacket. And it's a weird driving force. It made me wonder if there were others like me. And that's why I asked this week's questions. After the break, we'll listen to this week's storytellers who'll tell us about their jacket stories. We'll be right back with the stories I wish you heard. My name is Greg. I'm McCoy. And I'm Dee. We're from Gam We're three Filipino-American gay guys discussing topics about culture, LGBTQ identity, politics, even love. or the lack thereof. Here we go again. Okay, okay. We also cover family dramas and everything your tita baby and uncle boy don't want to talk about. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Gregory, come in, kana. Auntie, I'm recording something for City Boys Podcast. Is the punter ready? Welcome back to the stories I wish you heard. Earlier this week, I posted these questions: Do you think your parents are proud of you? And what's something that you've always wanted to say to your father or mother but couldn't? Let's see what our storytellers have to say. So this week's a little different. I didn't receive any audio submissions, but I received two great stories that I'm going to read for you. And the first one is from someone who wanted to be anonymous, and we'll call him Jarek. And this is what Jarek had to say. I can relate to the sun. I sense a hint of homosexuality. So I think I can relate to living up to your parents' dreams and being in limbo because... You don't know if you can, especially when you're younger. Also, my dad left this world when I was 20, so I wouldn't know the answer. It's a good thing my mom is vocal and I'm able to do things that she's proud of, but I get that feeling of desperation to please them. I'm always trying to be perfect in front of my mom, even though I'm sure she's not expecting me to be. Baka as a gay man, I just don't want society to tag my flaws And mistake to my sexuality, kaya I always strive to be my best self. Nakakapagon, but at least when people look at me, I know I've put my best, and I level the playing field. So this definitely has a lot to do with being gay, but I think the central theme of it really is about disappointing your parents. And when Jarek said that he strives to be perfect in front of his mom... Even though he's sure that she's really not expecting him to be, you see the conflict of wanting to be perfect for your parents and wanting to meet their expectations, but knowing that you can't ever fully meet anyone's expectations. I've seen times when conflicting expectations have unfortunately driven kids away from their parents. In a perfect world, parents and their children would be able to sit down and really discuss what their expectations are of each other but we don't live in a perfect world. And I I guess that's why this story and the questions that I asked really hit a nerve for some people. There's also something that Jarek said where he feels like he has to work harder as a gay man because he doesn't want society to tag his flaws. And I think in general, that is true. There are higher expectations for gay men. It's almost like it's a big character flaw. And so you have to compensate for it in other areas. Like, yeah, he's gay, but he's also very well accomplished. Or yeah, he's gay, but he also donates all of his earnings to charity or volunteers at an animal shelter. It's almost like if you're gay and that's the only thing that you have, that that's not going to be enough. And so you have to work harder and you have to overcompensate. I hope that one day we get to the point where We don't have to try as hard just because of who we are. So no more he's gay but he's successful or he's gay but he's kind. It could just be he's gay, period. Let's go to our second storyteller for this week. And this is McCoy from Gamchat. McCoy answered this week's questions in a letter and he tried to record it, but he said that it was a little difficult to read. So I'll read it for him. I know you left not because he wanted to, but because he felt you had to, so we can have a more comfortable life. My 7-year-old mind couldn't grasp that at the time. Slowly, you became someone that calls every month and will send the occasional postcards. I was starting to forget what you look like and what you smell like. You were becoming just a voice on the phone. We didn't see each other again till I was 12 when we moved to the States and went to New York for a visit. I will never forget that smile on your face when you saw me and my siblings again. But I will admit I was scared. I was scared of what I was feeling because I felt as if I was looking at a stranger. As an adult, I now fully understand and appreciate all the hardship you had to endure while you were still in the Philippines, and all the struggles you had to go through while abroad. And you did all these for your children, and it's still what drives you to this day. From time to time, I'll go back to my childhood memories, and my memories of us together as faded but still there. The guilt I have when I feel as if not emotionally connected to you because of those few critical years we spent apart. The sadness I feel when I cannot say I love you back because I don't feel comfortable with the words although I do feel it with all my being. I know you are proud of the person I've become, someone that's very independent and always sees the good in people because those are the values you've instilled in me. I know I don't say it, and sometimes I don't show it, but I just want to say I love you with every fiber of my being. Thank you for being the best mother that anyone could ever ask for. Wow. thats It's really hard to think about the struggles of an OFW, the sacrifices that mothers and fathers had to make so that they could raise their children properly. And it's weird because um when you're a kid, you don't really see how hard it is to be a human being. You don't understand the costs that come with raising a family, like tuition and meals and We don't see any of that, we just see that our mom or our dad isn't there. And it doesn't just hurt for the kid, I'm sure it's also hell for the parent. And these are things that we don't really understand until we become adults ourselves. What's good here is it's not too late, and there's still plenty of time. 2020 was rough, we were hit by a global pandemic, but we're still here. And so that means that there's still hope. Hope that you'll be able to rebuild this relationship and that you'll get that loving mother and son relationship that you're craving for. And while McCoy can't really say I love you right now in a comfortable way, I'd like to think that one day he can. I hope that you wear that jacket one day. Okay, so final words for this episode. I wanted to answer this week's questions too. Uh, there isn't a question that I wanted to ask my father because I actually had the chance to. So let me tell you that story. Um, A few years ago, my family went to Tokyo to spend the holidays. And it was the first time that we were all going to be together for Christmas. So it was kind of a big deal. We packed our days so tightly that we were always completely exhausted at the end of the day. Now there was one day when we got home a little early And so while the others went to bed, my dad and I actually snuck out to a combini to get cigarettes and some beer. Well into the night and several saparos later, he began to get a little sentimental. I'm talking dad drunk. So he started talking about his leather jacket wearing days, his hopes and dreams for my sisters and I, and how happy he was that we were all together for Christmas. He was drunk and I was getting a little tipsy too, and so, armed with liquid courage, I finally asked him the question that was pretty much burning in my mind for years. I asked, Pa, are you proud of me? This was many moons ago, but I still remember it like it happened yesterday. I can still feel the crisp December cold, I see the fog in our breath as we spoke, and I can taste the sour and bitter that the beer left in my mouth. I asked my father if he was proud of me, and he looked me straight in the eyes, and in his most sober voice, he said, Yes, anak. I'm proud of the man that you've become. Years later, that silly leather jacket finally fit. That bell tells us that that's all the unpacking we have for this episode. Thank you to our storytellers for sharing your stories. It's been an honor to share the stories you wish were heard. If you'd like to be our next storyteller, please stay tuned after the A episode to hear the question for the week. Record your answer and send it to me to be featured in the B episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing by following me on your favorite podcast platform. You'll get notified whenever a new post is up. iOS users, please rate the show and leave a review on the Apple Podcasts app to let me know how I'm doing. Every little bit helps. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Come back next week when you feature another story on the stories I wish you heard.